ritualistic child abuse. They would sacrifice animals. Does it make you want to hate murder, or does it make you want to do murder? Let's explore the darkness of mankind, one crime at a time. Welcome back to Rogue Darkness, the podcast that uncovers how the misinterpretations and misinformation surrounding witchcraft, the occult, and other beliefs have led many to do unthinkable crimes. From ritualistic killings and the demons that live in all of us, to exploration of the macabre and delving deep into the unknown, let's explore the darkness of mankind, one crime at a time. I'm your host of The Grim and Gruesome, Raven. I know it's been a few weeks since my last episode, but I needed a little break since I had been sick, and I needed some me time to recoup. I hope you all are doing well, and I'm so glad you're here. So with that, let's go rogue and get right into today's chilling crime, the case of a grieving mother from Salina, Texas, and how the eerie events leading up to her unfortunate death led many to speculate the actual cause of her death. Discussions of supernatural involvement, potential possession, and shrines dedicated to her deceased son began leaking and going viral in 2016, causing many to not only speculate the death itself, but who, or rather what, had killed her. So without further ado, let's delve into the mysterious death of Olivia Jane Mabel. But let's start off from the very beginning. On March 13, 1990, Olivia, her husband Travis, and their young son Aiden were spending time together in their family home in Salina, Texas. Living on approximately 12.77 acres of land, it was easy to see how things might go amiss, or people could go missing. Aiden had gone off to play outside for a bit while his mother and father spent time together in their home. After several hours had passed and Aiden hadn't returned home, the two became increasingly worried, and Travis then set out to scour their property to hopefully bring Aiden back home. But to Travis's shock and horror, he found Aiden's lifeless body, face down in a pond, on their property. This unexpected and heartbreaking tragedy shook the entire family, and especially took an immensely heavy toll on Olivia, who refused to accept the fact that her child had passed away. Olivia began to blame herself for Aiden's death, and began recoiling away from family and friends, building a wall to keep her grief within her, all the while keeping everyone else out. The seclusion caused her to also pull away from Travis, too, which unfortunately led to their divorce in 1991. Travis eventually remarried and moved out of state, reportedly never keeping in contact with Olivia after their split. With no other family there by her side, Olivia felt utterly and completely alone, battling her crippling depression and grief all by herself. Olivia was reportedly last seen alive in September of 1991. Fast-forwarding a few years to the date of February 27, 1994, the local police began receiving several silent 911 calls coming in from the Mabel household. When the calls continued to flood in with no response from the other end, authorities decided to head out to the residence to see what was going on. When entering the immensely neglected, dust-covered, and otherwise visibly abandoned house, authorities encountered the lifeless body of Olivia Mabel within Aiden's old bedroom. She was found sitting upright in a rocking chair clutching an eerie handcrafted stick doll said to resemble Aiden. The room was reportedly clean and well-kept, which was very different than the state of the rest of the home. Against one of the room there was a crudely constructed and decorated altar surrounded by hand-drawn images and hundreds of heartfelt letters from Olivia 
that she had written to her son. On the front of the altar in the room were words written in Tibetan and Sanskrit languages, reportedly translating to construct and to build. With confusion surrounding who had made the 911 calls, especially since there was no one else to be seen on the premises when the authorities arrived, suspicions quickly began to arise as to who, or what, could have caused Olivia's death. After an in-depth investigation was conducted of the scene, the case was promptly closed, determining Olivia's death as an unsolved case. Investigators reportedly also estimated that Olivia had actually been dead for months prior to them finding her body. Rumors soon became local legends, surrounding the assumptions of what potentially happened to Olivia, many involving the notion of something menacing and evil that had been brought on by Olivia herself. Based off of the altar found at the scene, and the assumptions that she had been contacting the other side through the use of witchcraft. The lead investigator on her case, Sergeant Terry Gulcher, reportedly stated, Nobody had seen her in years. Almost three, I think. She clearly passed her time in some pretty unhealthy ways. The negligent damage to the house, the obsession with her deceased son, and the clearly pagan symbols and altar were all signs of something seriously wrong with her mental health which is understandable after the death of a child like that. But she just balled up, ran her household out, never went back to church. See, if she had reached out, her brothers and sisters in Christ would have supported her. But she left the flock and became the devil's prey, plain and simple. When the sergeant's statement was released publicly, the notion of occult involvement took full form, and many feared the cause of death was something far darker than originally thought. With such frightening rumors spreading like wildfire, the current landlord of the property has since been unable to sell the land or the ranch home itself. People still fear what had happened to Olivia could potentially happen to them as well, allowing superstitions and fear to consume their judgment. With so many loose ends and unanswered questions lingering around this case, the circumstances of both Aiden and Olivia's deaths, and why no additional evidence has been considered in the crimes, many are left to rely on those very superstitions to provide them with answers. The sadness and grief Olivia struggled with after the death of Aiden should never be overlooked, and rather, her memory, her love for her son, and how she so desperately wanted to reconnect with him after his passing, should show us that this story is both horrifying and beautiful. The love of a mother grieving her son and not having anyone remaining by her side is truly heartbreaking. May Olivia's name, as well as young Aiden's, never be forgotten, and may they both now rest in peace. So that was the disturbing and still unsolved case of the unfortunate death of Olivia Mabel and the conspiracies swarming her death and that likely will continue to until the actual cause of death comes to light. So let me know your thoughts on this case and if you have any questions regarding it or any other cases I've previously covered. Feel free to contact me at roguedarknesspod at gmail.com. You can also always reach out to me directly on my Instagram or Twitter at rogue underscore darkness or on my website, roguedarkness.com. As always, be sure to share the podcast with anyone who you think would like it. And also be sure to leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, or anywhere else you can leave a review to let other listeners know you enjoy the show. And if you want some personalized shoutouts and other exclusives, definitely check out my Patreon by visiting patreon.com forward slash rogue darkness 
You can also check out my bonfire shop if you want to get your hands on some awesome merch. As always, all the links for everything discussed in my episodes are down below in the description box. And with that said, that concludes this week's episode of Rogue Darkness. The darkness is all around us, and I can confidently say that reality truly is more terrifying than fiction. Until next time. The South overflows with history and character. From haunted farmhouses to ghostly hotel guests and cemetery wanderers, there are more than a few urban legends born in the Deep South. I'm Ashley McLaughlin, and I'm going to tell you a scary story each week centered around a spooky happening from south of the Mason-Dixon on Southern Haunts Podcast, where I cover everything from cryptids to true crime. Find Southern Haunts Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.